0: So there it is again. can't stop it.
1: Yeah, dude. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. So I uh, welcome everyone. This is a very, very special, special pod. Um, we have DJ Chark's sister, Dietrich Chark. She's coming on. She's coming on. Sorry, I'm so excited. I can't even talk. Um, she's coming on to talk about uh, her and DJ's Academy, um, the uh, Sports Performance Academy, And uh, tell us a little bit about that. But first, we have to have a little bit of fun, ask her about her background, ask her if she's a better athlete than uh, her brother, you know, all the kind of stuff that where she can kind of talk mess. um, And uh, but yeah, but before all of that, Dietrich gave Ricky a great nickname. So we don't have the exact name yet, but (laughs) Ricky the Wrestler. It's so good. You look just like a wrestler. She's so right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I haven't gotten that one before, you know, with the um, the double R's Ricky Reigns. I've always been told it's a baseball name. Um, That was also when I was younger. Now that I'm 35 and a large human, the wrestling thing definitely plays and makes a ton of sense. So we're kind of like floating around. Should it just be Ricky the wrestler? Should it be rowdy, rowdy, Ricky?
1: We, you need to, know we need to like a like, poll or something on Twitter or something like yeah, that. Is like, yeah, we've
0: got to make this more official and let yeah, like, the yeah, people yeah, yeah. of Panther Nation make that decision. Okay. Unless, nobody, unless nobody, Coach nobody, D, unless you have like a really strong opinion on this yeah. and you've got a name picked out already.
2: Not quite. Not quite. Okay. I have to let it marinate a little bit.
0: We'll think on I, it.
1: I was going <laughs> to say, nobody wants to actually listen to us right now. we got Coach D on. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, let's
0: let's <laughs> let the floor go for her.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Coach D, introduce yourself. So, hey, I'm Deidre um dj's older sister not younger
1: uh (laughs) i always get
2: that um and i have a background in athletics dj and i have grown up all our lives together and we started this chart sports performance academy for kids um we just always felt like we should get be able to give them what we had because our parents were very uh, involved in our lives and they helped contribute to us being successful adults. So we want to pour into the athletes and the young kids, just like we were poured into and also bring them some of the things that we, we feel like that are super important at this age, especially in 2023, because there's a lot going on in the world. Right, right. Absolutely. And
1: we are so lucky just as being as the thing that I pride myself the most of being a Panthers fan is we've always just had good people come through going back to like Thomas Davis, um, Cam, uh, Steve Smith, um, uh, Luke Keithley. Yeah, yeah. Greg, Ol- Greg Olson. Yeah. they've yeah. like, had, had, They've just been amazing people with amazing hearts. Uh, and we keep bringing those people in. Bozeman last year, uh, Hayden mm-hmm. Hurst, DJ, like, we keep bringing these good, good dudes in and, they, and their and families because, you know, strong women behind the strong men. Absolutely. It's it's absolutely amazing. and I couldn't be more proud of the players that we, we get on. Um, but we definitely need to kind of talk some some mess, uh, give, give DJ a hard time. So are you still faster than
2: DJ or if you are not, when did he become faster than you? So the answer to that question is no, I am not still faster than him. <laughs> and I <think laughs> really? when I realized it was probably once I went to college. So I think once I went to college and he became uh in his in his high school days, I feel like that's when the tables start to turn. I, I'll never forget, I think we had like a race. And I'm normally in front of him. And we raced because that was just what we did. And this particular race, he was really close to me. Like yeah. really close to me. And from that point, I vowed never to race him again. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You have to go out on top. You can't, Absolutely. Let him, you can't let him beat you. So we haven't raced again. And and I'm sure he's like light years ahead of me now. But <laughs> the world would never know, I guess. Exactly, yeah. I'm undefeated. That's perfect, undefeated.
0: though, because you... You stopped racing him before he was granted that the flash nickname at LSU. So you'd never have yep. to say that you lost a race to him. Correct. That's Correct. beautiful. It, it keeps you honest. You can still say it without lying to the people. I love that. Now, yep. the most important question that I had, though, about listening to that story, when you did that race, was it barefoot? Because I know that that's the <sighs> way that you're supposed I to do it, right? I say
2: yes, because we would always, yeah. like, kick off our shoes. And that's right. It was always anytime anywhere it's kind of like okay you know (laughs) yeah i want to say yes
0: love that that's the competitor mentality
2: we
1: we kind of hear that he he, he's been talking a little trash at camp do you talk trash too do you guys
2: talk trash to each other oh that's a good one do we talk trash to each other i don't i mean somewhat not necessarily in sports but in every other aspect of life we do and it's kind of like in order to be a part of our family, you just have to have really thick skin because it's just coming out. Like we're very honest and it's funny and you just have to love it. Either you love it or you don't.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great segue into kind of giving a little bit of background. Um, you speak about your family, the Chark family. I mean, you guys have, you guys are a walking testament of perseverance and determination, resiliency. Yeah. Um, give us a little bit of background about your family. I know that there is, there's resources out there online that people could look at this, but it's a whole lot better to hear this from somebody directly involved. Your dad and mom both had freak work accidents that that had significant ramifications to their physical health. Um, and that also ties into the mental health aspect that you're doing with your um, Charks Up initiative for the Charks Sports Performance Academy. What What is the importance of the... History that you guys have gone through, and to what you're doing now, and how DJ has been able to overcome a lot of those obstacles, and is such a high level athlete now in the NFL.
2: Um, I would, I would definitely say most of it. Like we give our parents all the credit. Like our, our mom and our dad were there for us uh, no matter what. Like it was always like they could, they would be there for us. Um, and they did both have these these accidents, and for most people, I believe they would look at it as a negative thing. Which, in the moment, you know, things do seem negative. Mm-hmm. However, I always feel like anything that happens happens for a reason, and you can always turn that around for good. Um, and so, what it created was this stronger parenthood that was able to be more involved in every aspect of our lives. So. Um, When you take away the working aspect or um, being in the social world aspect, they were able to put more into us. So we trained. Um, I always joke and I tell people about how much training we actually did. And they're like, (laughs) did they really make y'all do that? I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So... I definitely think the fact that we were able to overcome it, the fact that we were able to um persevere through it not only did they get I went to college Dj went to college you both finished um you know, I feel like it was just a little a little sacrifice that yeah. that that kind of happened and on the other end of it created these two individuals who not only understood what happened but are able to, be positive about it. And we learn to persevere through it all. And so I right. really feel like that has helped DJ and myself become who we are today.
0: Absolutely. Because you've dealt with your own personal trials and tribulations with health, right?
2: I did. Seven
0: I did. throat surgeries in seven months. Did I read I that did. correctly?
2: I did, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have asthma, man. It's not nothing to play with. So,
0: oh um, man, I know this summer is just brutal. Then
2: <laughs> it, it is hot. And <laughs> I've learned to manage it, you know. But as a as a kid and as a teen, we think we're superhuman, so we yes. tend to maybe not follow all the directions, it, <laughs> and it, it catches up with us. So, yeah, I'm a firm believer of that, and I also feel like again watching my parents go through so much, it helped it helped me get to the other side and understand like we are here for a purpose. And so I always feel like everyone's here for a purpose and we don't leave the world until we actually fulfill that purpose. And so until you fulfill whatever purpose it is that God's have you here for, you know, you're gonna be here for a while.
0: Man, that's incredible. Yeah. That's so, terrific.
1: Yeah, that I mean, I think that all all that leads into, you know, kind of why um you and DJ have this academy do you want to kind of give us an overview of what you guys do what sure. you guys want to do in the future why overall you're doing it what you're like is this what inspires you is something else is inspiring you to, to start this
2: so it's a combination of a couple of things um i have a daughter who's nine um and you know dj has his daughter and his son and I, my daughter plays basketball so i've always wanted to train I've, I've been a coach i've been training um for coach years I've, yeah i've <laughs> trained for about 15 16 years and mostly i started in kids i started training um high school um, when i was in college i trained high school and then i trained at Alexander senior high and i was actually dj's high school track coach Oh. <laughs>
0: Here's pretty- the reason oh! why he became The Flash. So, so
2: that was pretty cool. <laughs> Coach D! Um, that was pretty cool. I coached him in high school, and then I coached uh, collegiately for about three years, and then I went coaching adults. Well, doing all of that, you know, adults train because they want to. Like, there's there's not very many of us who are, like, really working out because somebody's standing over our shoulder. Um, but for kids, so to speak... They all want to be great, but I find that in 2023, they're not training like we train. Like you said, kick off your shoes and have a race. How many kids do you really see outside these days, kicking off their shoes and racing? How many kids do you actually see outside? So we started Chark Sports Performance as a way to train athletes like that 1990s way. You know, like the old school way where you don't need all this extra stuff that they tell you you need. All you need is someone who's willing to pour into you and you that's it. You show up, you get the workout. Uh, In addition to that, we talk to them about nutrition. Um, After every workout, we provide them with nutritional snacks, um, fruits and vegetables and things like that to help um, steer them toward that instead of all the sugary stuff. And we pour into them where there's a wall, there's a mural that says, you know, um, I could do all things through Christ because we believe that. So that's like a staple of what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, And then lastly, we pour into them mentally. One of our things that we always say, we provide confidence because confidence is not really something that you can teach uh, necessarily. We can show it. We can help them walk through it. But you kind of just have to have it. And yeah. ideally, we, we try to develop that in them, that confidence within themselves first. Because before you can do anything else, you got to believe in you before anyone else will. So we provide that. We try to instill confidence in them. We try to instill some um, love and some nurturing into them. Uh, and then we talk about things that typically don't really get talked about. Mental health is huge on an adult platform. But we also feel like it should be huge on the kid because sometimes a lot of nine times out of ten adults will say, I'm dealing with something because of my childhood traumas. Yep. So to speak. Yep. But if we can step in on the childhood trauma floor and provide some sort of uh, avenue for them to talk, it doesn't have to be super in depth. We just want to bring to them, like, what is anxiety? People always say, Oh, I have anxiety. I have this. But Tell me what that is. What does it feel like? What does it sound like? You know, bullying is super huge right now. So we talk about the other end. Everyone's like how to recognize when you're being bullied, but let's talk about how not to be a bully. Um, What's funny to you may not be funny to everyone else. So we're doing a lot of work to train our athletes, but we're not just trying to create the athlete in the gym or on the track or on the field. An overall person is what we're really striving to do.
0: Man, that's incredible. And that's so that's what you have going right now with the Charks Up initiative, correct?
2: Correct. Correct.
0: Got it. And so you've got a raffle going on right now. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Absolutely. So um, currently we do train the kids already, but we want to create this It's Chark Ups is on a play of checkups. So instead of going to the doctor and getting a checkup you can come to us and get a chart we're checking up on you (laughs) and seeing how you're doing. Um, And it's also what we're doing is we're creating like a date night for parents. So you drop the kids off and you spend about two, three hours away and we're creating fun activities. And we'll have a topic each time to talk about what is, again, like if we use anxiety first, what is anxiety? Create scenarios to where they can answer. They don't feel uncomfortable. Um, And just an open space so that if something is going on, we're able to help them through that and we're able to identify that early. Because, again, kids don't always talk to their parents. Yeah. Yeah you know? So we'll be the second line of defense when it comes to these kids. And we're just trying to raise enough money to create one awareness, but also to make it bigger. Cause right now, you know, we have so much space and so many things that we can do, but in order to provide more, we're just trying to raise enough money to bring every aspect of that, that we can. And hopefully, yeah. you know, in the off season, we can also get with a couple of these athletes and get them to come in and kind of tell their story.
0: Absolutely. That's, What an innovative approach to with the date night for parents, because it's such a great idea to make it all tie together again, right? Like you speak about that family support system working as a whole unit. It's important for the parents to have their mental health be as strong as possible and getting out and doing their own thing can provide that. And it helps them to give their all for their children. When they're not so stressed, they get a little bit of decompression. It's just such an innovative and totally involved way of doing that. I love it. Um, It's so important what you're talking about, having that safe space, because that vulnerability and that honesty isn't something that a lot of young kids are comfortable with from like a just natural standpoint. That is something that can be nurtured and brought out into their lives and make it more prevalent so that they are better equipped as an adult to deal with the things that we find out as adults are extremely difficult, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, correct. Correct. Definitely. Yeah, we—I mean, me, me and you have like, uh, I mean,
1: I don't know if you've gone through therapy. I know you're doing this as a therapeutic outlet, but I've, I've gone through uh, a therapy and a big thing that's helped me through it is just talking about it. just talking in general, like just having an outlet to just get it out. And I feel like everybody's texting, everybody's um, like nobody's talking about their issues anymore and just giving somebody just having some just having somebody be like, how are you and really yeah. care. I think just that is so important, especially in
0: 2023. Yep. Yeah. So one other thing that I caught then that what you said is you want to train like it's the 90s again, right? Ready to kick the shoes off anytime, any place we can do this. Yeah. So one of the things that I researched and read was an article from Joe Person with The Athletic where he profiled your brother recently about being Bryce Young's deep threat. And in that article, he mentioned how your dad made an impromptu agility ladder. That DJ would have to go out there and run on and he would do the fade routes. And then once he caught one, he'd have to turn around because another one was coming. That's what you're trying to instill at the yes. Performance Academy then, right? Is that mentality?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, like we did on what you. What one person's trash is another man's treasure. So when you would think it was like nothing like, oh, my God, y'all don't have any of this. Oh, we worked. And yeah. and the funny part about us working is kids would always ask my parents, hey, can we work out with them? And in my, I'm in the back like,
1: <laughs> you know,
2: and, and they would do it and they were not having it. They, they couldn't get it. A lot of people were like, I'm tired, I'm done. But we had a rule that you couldn't finish unless you finished a certain way. So anytime you start a workout with us, you had to finish it a certain way. And I would just be like, you know, you signed that letter yourself.
1: You put yeah. yourself
2: in those shoes, so yeah. um, my dad was very uh, innovative when it comes to training.
1: Yeah, that's man. I, I was talking to my uh, my brother in law. My niece and nephew have like a ninja warrior gym uh, that they do now. I was like, man, when I was growing up, I had a football. I would kick it in the air or throw it in the air and catch it. Yeah. Like, that's what like that was. That was how I had fun. And I, yeah. And I you said, yeah, you know, the old school 90s way. I'm like, how old am I? Am I, am I getting old now? Or the 90s is the old school way?
0: Oh, <laughs> you, you want to feel old? Just the other day, we were sitting there and my, my son was reading a book about dinosaurs. He's obsessed with them, right? He's five. And he says, how long ago did the dinosaurs live? And my, my wife was like, man, a long time ago, bud. And he was like, you mean like the 80s? <laughs> oh, don't do that to me, man. Like, that's, that's when I was born. You think that's when the dinosaurs were around?
2: That's hilarious.
1: Oh man. Yeah, you um, see like the TikToks where they they put like the nineties like and they the the uh the kids don't know like the Gen Z doesn't know that, like
0: has no says? idea. Right. Yeah.
1: It's like like Britney Spears one more time or something like that. Right. And they're like, I have no idea what the song is. Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so getting back to the football aspect of this, um, because this kind of goes along with the training and the perseverance, right? We have heard that DJ has DJ has this label on him as injury prone. That is okay. the way that a lot of people view his only hindrance to his next level of success, right? But not all of us. Not all of us. No, Alex <laughs> is literally your brother's number one fan. He has okay. been the loudest voice in the room ever since a room was created.
1: Okay. <laughs> I created the
0: room. Uh, he, yeah, he did. He built it from the floor. You know, um, he won it. me a
1: fantasy football championship in 2019. So I'm always, always. But on so his
0: I'm team. interested to know. This staff, the the wide receivers coach, Sean Jefferson, has come out and he said it was misdiagnosed, it was mismanaged, his injury last year in Detroit. They feel extremely confident that he's healthy going into this season. I believe the wording that Coach Jefferson said is that they're going to callous him up and he's going to play 17 games out there. I know that that fits DJ's mentality and personality from the perseverance and from the grind that he's gone through already in his life. So what do you expect from your brother and I'm not talking about production. I just mean, what do you expect to see from your brother on the football field this year?
2: Um, So I would say death. Well, for, first of all, with the whole injury thing, it, it, that is correct. It was uh misdiagnosed. Um mm-hmm. Cause I I'm, I'm telling him and he's telling me what he's feeling. And I'm like, that's not right. And, and honestly, I feel like they could cut me a check on. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say that. Got- Get coach D back. They could cut me a check right now because I was all in there. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Like, you know, I understand what you're telling me, but what they're telling you is not the right thing. Yeah. So, um, by the way, that was a plug. They can write the check out to Chark Sports Performance. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can.
0: <laughs> Do that.
2: But ideally, what what I'm looking to see, I'm already seeing it. Um, I watch him as I – I've seen him a couple different times throughout the offseason, and he's so hyper-focused because in mm-hmm. his mind – he wants to be the best him at all times. Like we're not, we're not a family that gives, you know, ten percent. We're giving hundred and ten percent. So with that being said, I'm looking for him to do big things. Yeah. If you notice, when he was with Detroit, he did big things while he played against uh, the Panthers. He A lot, lot of people <laughs> do not know that he was hurting so bad, and yeah. he was, he was out. Those um, six to eight games, mm-hmm. he came back and almost had 100 yards per game yep. with oh, the know. injury. He hadn't had it treated yet. He yep. was still injured the entire time. He had not had it treated yet. And if you're able, just can you imagine going somewhere injured and getting almost 100 yards a game No, then to being healed and just his, he's so laser focused.
0: Yeah, and his so confidence has to be through the roof too, right?
2: He's so laser focused and he loves being like that, that, that odd person because there's always that one more thing to prove type of mentality that he has. And so honestly, I think, you know, God makes no mistakes. So people going in on the top sometimes feel like there's a chip on their shoulder, but going in on the bottom, you have so much more volume and sky to look for that. I just definitely feel like. He's going to do some great things. Of course, I'm, I'm a big fan too, but I'm a realist when it comes to how how things play out. And mm-hmm. I talk to him all the time. And he's so hyper-focused that I think I talk to him like twice a week. Like, I don't even get in his way. I'm like, you stay here. I'll yeah. catch you whenever you're having a moment of distraction. Uh, but that's right. for the most part, we, we as a family want him to be um, dialed all the way in.
0: Man, and he seems like he's locked in in camp. You know, you come from a track and field um, history, and DJ ran track too, right?
2: He did, he did. Yeah,
0: there's another way that track is super important with DJ Chark. His uncanny ability to track that deep ball that we have already seen in Panthers training camp, man, I, I don't know that I've seen it. I don't know that I've seen it in person from another Panthers receiver, at least in the past five or six years. DJ Moore was the last DJ that we had that is a fan favorite. Everyone loved him. Obviously, we had to ship him out to get the number one pick with Bryce Young. He played a different style of game, and this approach that your brother brings, DJ Chark brings to this Panthers team, is something that I think is going to immediately make him a fan favorite. He can find and identify that ball coming over the top, over that back shoulder. And I Coach Jefferson said it, it's called late hands. He makes these catches that you just have no inclination he's going to be able to haul in, and he makes it look effortless every single time.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's it's. Sometimes I'm like, did he catch it?
0: Right.
2: <laughs> so I get it. I understand. I understand.
1: If and this did is Blake Bortles it? and Gardner Minshew and Jared Goff throwing it into him, and now we got <laughs> now we got a number one overall draft pick doing it. Um, well, getting on to this, because so, some of us, uh, maybe one of us in the entire Panther Nation has bought a DJ Chark jersey. Um, and we know that he's in, in on a uh, one-year deal. Has he talked to you about how much he's enjoying the team? He and is. Charlotte
2: and- I will be completely transparent. It's hard to get a read on on anything because he enjoys <laughs> everywhere. Uh, yeah. He's always humble, yeah. so he enjoys every opportunity. So he – I always ask, like, how you liking it, you know, and he's like – Oh, I love, the people are great. Like, he's never said a bad thing about any of his teams to really be 100%. not Never to the point where it's like, oh, my God, you don't like it there. But I'm yeah. sure he's enjoying the sun. Um it's hot. <laughs> that's Fartberg's son is a whole different beast too. Yeah. So honestly, anytime he's going to a team or we're talking about it, I'm just like, Is it warm or is it cold? You
0: know, <laughs>
2: I'll vouch for all the warm places. I don't even have to know who's playing or where it's at. If it's warmer, hey, let's go.
0: Let's do it, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, well, you know, and he's it. He's even said himself too about winning over his teammates everywhere he goes with, with with his work ethic. Like that's something that is instilled in him, and that is his focus when he comes on to a new team. So it, that makes sense that you would say that he enjoys everywhere that he's been, and that he's just honest about it, and there's no like negativity about any of it because yeah. I think that's the way that he seems to approach life and professional football.
2: Yeah, negativity is so much stress. Man, it like, just drains you for no reason, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Like, what are we doing with the negativity? Let's just be yeah, happy. Just, just don't Life suck. Life is beautiful. Don't suck. You know? Absolutely.
2: absolutely. Just,
1: I agree. Rule number one, don't suck.
0: <laughs> That's we, we, right. we, we,
1: Me and Ricky first did a first podcast. We did uh, – was that the Fanatic Fanatics crossover? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, which is, uh rule number one in that is just don't suck.
0: Just don't um, suck.
1: Getting, getting on that, is your team, whatever the – team that your brother's on or is are you a homer are
2: you a saints fan no oh no so growing up saints was like the thing we're from louisiana so saints i mean it had to be our thing oh. and of course initially we were all like saints saints Saints, like that was just like a thing because it's so close but i'm i'm gonna I'm tell y'all now i'm jumping on ship every time he jumps a ship yeah. so yeah Welcome. If he's going to a team, I'm going to the team, and I'm all I'm there 110, percent. and that's kind of like our whole family. Like we're going to support you no matter where you are. Um, they got some places that's super cold, and places where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I really don't want you to go there. I'm not yeah. going to speak on them, but if he did, <laughs> guess what? I have
0: to go there. Oh, so, the, the Panthers well, have lost enough now. of our players to Buffalo. Please don't go to Orchard Park, DJ. Oh, stay no, in Charlotte. No. We love you here, man. Please just stay here. Well,
1: that's so <laughs> and for that was, your
0: sister's sake too. She doesn't want to go to that cold.
1: Look, so, I don't like cold. I, I I knew it right when when uh, and you saying what you're saying right now make it makes so much more sense because when he was signing with the Panthers, I knew they were going back and forth because we wanted we were trying to get like a three year deal done, and he was like. No, I'm, I'm betting on myself. He's like, I'm going to take a one-year deal and I'm, because I know that what I'm going to do on the field. And that's what – as soon as – when people talk, listen. And as soon as he said that, I was like, this dude knows how good he is. He's betting mm-hmm. on himself. And he knows that he ain't going to be injured again because he is – he ain't getting – he's turning down money next year. Mm-hmm. So I think, one, he's going to have an amazing season. But two, I think we already know how good he is. Let's go ahead and extend him. Let's just go
0: ahead,
1: Let's go ahead and give him some more money. Yeah. Keep him here. The, 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 it's only going to go up from here. And we ain't got too much money.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> We got money. We ain't got too much money, though. Hey, by the way, what was your event in track?
2: So I was a um, hurdler. I did hurdles. And I did um, sprints. So... Um, I also was on the four by four and the four by one team.
0: Did you ever? What is? Did you ever do the forty yard dash? Have you gotten your personal best time on that?
2: No, I did as a freshman in in high school, and I think I ran like four seven something
0: as a freshman
2: in high school. I have I haven't ran it since then. What? I mean,
0: why? Why do it? Right? Like, just say that four seven. Like, that's it. That's That's my number.
2: (laughs) That's like Hayden Hurst yeah You're, I hers, basically i had some great collegiate uh athletes and some great um high school teammates um we had a girl on our team uh named chastity Lewis so shout out to her but was she was moving. super fast she ended up becoming like Gatorade athlete of the year and things like oh. that so i mean when you have a person on your team who's running like i think she was running like eleven seven or eleven six it was something ridiculous yeah uh like she was one year over me so there. The bar was always set. So um, that was just a big thing for us, like making sure that we're being competitive, hitting those markers. And, you know, we always wanted to run the 40, of course, because all the guys were doing it. So, like, hey, we're we're good. Let us get a little piece of the cake.
0: That's right. It's nice to have that high bar set, though, right? Because you always want to aspire for the highest goal that you can. So when you know that there's already a lofty expectation, why not shatter that? That's what you're trying to do every single time.
2: Absolutely, and that that goes into every aspect of life. I think so.
0: Yep, completely so, agree.
2: So I know I just said Hayden Hurst as like a, a fast joke,
1: or not a joke, but like a comparison. Um, have you looked into Hayden Hurst and what they're doing with uh, mental health and youth?
2: I have not. So I've been. So I watch a little bit of podcast myself, and every time There's I one. notice that a person is like. You know has something with mental health i kind of jot it down i make a little note about it make a little note about it so um ideally what i'm trying to do is make enough notes so where i can reach out to everybody because the worst people yeah. can say is no you know and that's that's it Definitely. so and 100%. it's no hard feelings what's yeah. was for now may not be for now for you you know uh, a no now is not a no forever yeah. So right. I'm just making a little list of people, and every time I hear about it, I'm going to be reaching out to every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, casting net wide and see what yeah. happens. Yeah, I think reminds me. me uh, yeah, go ahead.
0: no, I, 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 was, I was just going to say that reminds me of the uh, quote from The Office because I know that your brother is a big fan of The Office. Uh, no, he's, he's an not. Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, he's an oh, Office and Parks rough. and Rec guy, if I remember right. Now he did say though that I think his favorite character, SpongeBob SquarePants, if I remember correctly.
2: He um, likes SpongeBob. Yeah, but he is a fan of
0: The Office. He says uh, one of his dogs is named Dundee. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. Um, but the quote from Michael Scott to tie it all back together is he says something about missing uh, 100% of the shots that you don't take. You know, the old adage, and he does correct. his thing on that. Yep. That's what you're talking about. The worst thing that can happen is somebody says no, but if you don't shoot, you can never make it either.
1: Correct. Me and yep. me and Ricky wouldn't have this podcast if I, I didn't reach out. and him say yeah, that's no. right. We wouldn't be talking right now if I didn't reach out yep. and say And you said, like, it's... The best thing, the best, the best networking is just asking. Like yep. nobody's being mad at you for asking. As long as right. you just, when they say no, just when they say no, just
2: uh, respect their decision. Just say no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, it's good I to build that,
0: that mentality too, though, of not being afraid and hesitant to reach out. And that that will help you if you're if you're able to ask t- for somebody to get involved in something with you, then you're also not going to be afraid to ask for help if you ever need it. Correct, And it just builds that entire foundation that will help you professionally, athletically, personally, any way that you look at it. Not having something hinder your thought process is is the name of the game, right? Clear objectives Correct. and attacking it with that approach.
2: Correct. I, yeah, mean-, I mean, that's
1: all about mental health It's just being able to, like, be vulnerable. Ask for help. Ask. Mm-hmm. It, I. It's. Yeah, I, I, I I'm just that's why I'm so, like, on board with what you're doing and instilling it young. It's so so amazing, and I think that you uh you and DJ and Hayden are both coming in with the same because he had um, really uh, bad mental health problems um, I think he was a pitcher he got the yips um, mm-hmm. he uh he changed the football he was he was going had a lot of anxiety he um he uh this is all he, known so I I'm, it seem like I'm just speaking out of turn, but he um, contemplated suicide, so he's really big with his foundation with uh, mental health and he's specifically um uh, targets uh, uh, youth, yep. military, but basically anyone. So I think that you guys both coming with the same um, sort of mentality might mm. be fun for some sort of collaboration. Uh, I'm sure Panther Nation would be willing to help. I'm definitely Absolutely. willing to help with anything yep. along those lines. But um, I, I just think I think what you guys are doing are phenomenal. I think it's amazing. Um, but that's my rant. Now let's <laughs> talk more about Coach D. Um, <laughs> Uh, anything else that you think is important for what you guys are doing, um, the message that you want out there, football-related?
2: Um, Definitely, I will say this. Anytime somebody think of, like, chalk sports performance, you know, most people think about athletes. But we, if you go to our website, we have a lot of stuff where you'll see everything we try to specialize in. And right now we even have kids who deal with childhood obesity. So that's another area of which we we've had a couple of kids come through who are dealing with some things and, you know, want doctor says medication and we're like, hey, let's try to get them down a little bit let's work on pouring into them so that they're more confident in themselves they can lose weight nutrition and we've been able to do a lot I don't post a lot of our stuff online because I'm not I'm not big on social media I don't really know I still don't know how to create a reel yet so I have to find figure you know, that I, out I just
1: learned how yep. the podcast I, I just did um, my first
0: one yesterday first dude, ever
1: I, <laughs> I just realized how old I am I just yep. like TikTok
2: that's I, me too oh
1: yep. man I have no idea so we can learn together yes um, we don't have to <laughs> Learn. Oh, but sorry. we have
2: a lot of stuff that like people don't even know we're doing. Um, and I keep saying, I'm going to do a testimony Tuesday and parents all the time is like, hey, my child did this and now they're doing this and they're super excited. So ideally, once we once I learn how to do reels and in, in social media and things like that, um, I am going to start posting more so that people can see everything that we're doing yeah. um, and know that it's not just like we're not just targeting athletes. We're targeting Anyone who has the willpower and the want to do, we will take you. We don't necessarily always target the kids that made the basketball team and the football right. team. I want to target the kids that didn't, too. Yeah. Because yeah. next year, it may be your opportunity That's to right. make the team. And, you know, there's, there's so much that can be said about those small victories. So yep. I just want to make sure that I say that out loud. Like, we, we target everybody. If mm-hmm. your kid has a want and a will, hey, we'll take them.
0: And you guys offer three different um, options right now, correct? As far as like the um, frequency as in which the kids we can come do. in.
2: We do. We once we typically one time a week for a child. Um, I typically only use that one. If a person is in season, if you're in <laughs> season and you are already doing some stuff, you know, no more than once a week, we don't want to overtrain. If you are in preseason, We typically try to do two times or so just because we don't want to interfere with their school and what practices they have going on over there. But if they're out of season, hey, three or more is always, always a thing. Because if you don't use it, you lose it. Everybody knows that. (laughs) So, um, And also, when you're talking about kids, their mind is moving like 100 miles per hour. So ideally, we want to make sure that we keep it top of mind and we're not going backwards and continue to go forward.
0: Yep. That makes sense. I think you had a video on your Facebook um, where you were talking about that and you said in it, you could even do, I think, 12 times a month, I think was something that you yeah, also offered. And that yeah. was more for like the off-season type of situation. Yeah. Um, but then you finished that by saying, honestly, anytime you want to break them, you guys come as much as you want. Like if this <laughs> is something that you guys want to do, you bring them down, we're going to handle it
2: yeah definitely i did i did uh again shout out to mark anthony he was a photographer and videographer who did all those videos and all the editing because he really he did some work and he's showing it to me like look i put dj in there i'm like oh okay (laughs) so definitely and and we just have a good time you know when you drop them off all our parents know that we're going to treat them like they're our own so um we're just having a good time and they're getting work out of it. We're, mm-hmm. Our goal is to get them to the next level by any means necessary, physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, you know, by any means necessary.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, you guys are coming up on one year anniversary of the academy. Is that correct? Didn't you guys start it in August of twenty two?
2: We started. Well, we opened. We 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 got the building in July, and so we started building in August. We did okay. not open officially until October. Okay, um, that was kind of our soft opening. So we're getting really close to that date, and ideally, um, we've had we've seen some success. Mm-hmm. DJ and I still brainstorm about how we can make it bigger. Yeah. Um, so ideally that's what, that's what the goal is. We want to grow to the point where we need a bigger building. Like that's, yeah. that's where we're headed. And There's some other things that's coming up the pipeline. Um, we're eventually you guys will see that we're going to be doing some other type of fundraisers and different things because we want to provide, um, a space for kids with, I call them athletes with special needs. Mm -hmm. Um, We really want to get involved with that special Olympics. We feel like athletes is really anybody is an athlete. If you think you're Mm -hmm. an athlete, you're an athlete. So we really want to get involved later with um, athletes with special needs and special Olympics and things like that, just to create a space for those kids to come and feel good and get to see that you're not alone. So there's a couple of things coming up the pipeline.
1: Yeah. My, (laughs) my, Yeah. My wife um, uh, teaches dance to um, high functioning autism kids. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, and she is very important to her, and, and she's like, you, you, don't. It just it takes it's just a little bit longer. Like it's still yeah. it's still they, they want to do it. They have fun. Yeah. And that helps them too. It's it's yep. it's so act, act, being active at a young age is so important. I think um, no matter who you are.
0: And the camaraderie and team building that mm-hmm. comes with all of that as well. You know, like my, my son just started preschool at uh, a public ele- elementary school here this past year. And I volunteered as a lunch buddy um, as part oh. of the lunch buddy program. And the class that I was assigned to was an extra needs class. And I think that originally it started out I was supposed to be assigned to just one student. And instead, I was with the entire class for the entire year. And, and it's nice to see that progression and development of young kids, though. Because when you first come in, they're so shy and they're so reserved and they're just not 100% trusting and sure about you yet. And then by the end of it, I'm taking pictures with all the kids. We like, And, and it, it was such a gratifying way of spending my time to do something selfless, to just spend time with kids that maybe don't have the same confidence as other kids, but have no reason not to. Correct. It, keep everything on the same level. You know what I mean? Pour into every aspect of life as much as you can in a beneficial, positive way.
1: Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, All right. So this is a Panthers podcast. Do Mm -hmm. you want to get into some, I don't want to say Panthers games, but like
2: predictions (laughs) maybe about what you think the Panthers might look like this year? Sure. I'll I'll see. Take a swing at it. (laughs) All right. Cool. Yeah, you're going
0: to step out on a limb here. We're going to have your name tied So (laughs) so
1: I'm not going (laughs) to – I don't want to go game by game because – I don't want your, your name to be associated with picking any team against any team, because I don't want any kind of sports gambling, anything coming in the <laughs> pipeline. Um, but overall, me and Ricky are way in on the Panthers this year. Way in the Panthers. My, me has a lot to do with DJ. Um, the, speaking of gambling, you, you can't bet over under um, a yard for DJ right now on most sites, which... Now that people are starting to catch on to how good he is, now it's going up. Um, But I have them winning 12 games this year. Ricky has them winning 11 games this year. Do you have kind of an idea based on any conversations or basically what you've seen, what you think that the Panthers' outlook
2: is this year? I I will have to tell you I don't have any predictions. Okay. I I don't. The only thing (laughs) – I know that's sad (laughs) because I don't, I don't. And I never do. I never do. You're also
1: super busy. You're super busy.
2: It's so crazy because every time I am out and about and a person hears my name, uh, I typically say my first name. And then if they ask, I'll give my last. And it's always, are you DJ Chark's sister? (laughs) Are you DJ Chark? And I'm like, yes. And then it goes. He's on my fantasy team. Should I put him in this? So, um, how's he feeling this week? I'm like, oh gosh. So I typically try to stay away. Yeah, as you should. As you should. That's why a very
1: vague prediction. (laughs) Any
2: sort of like, um, I guess answers to those questions. I'm like, hey, if you feel like that's what you want to do this week, that's what you do. You Go know, for it, right. Like, Are they a playoff team? I a that's, that, that's a
1: that's a generic answer, a playoff team. Do you think they're a playoff team?
2: Honestly, I'm not sure. I think they have okay. a good chance. Okay. I mean, hey, you got a quarterback. Again, whether you're number one pick or not, you always have something to prove.
0: Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. has
2: something to prove. That's- and yeah. so you have a, a fresh quarterback. You have DJ who's coming in who wants to prove something. You have a couple of other guys on the team who have things to prove. Um, You have a coaching staff that have things to prove. So, I mean, coming in with with so much, you know, ceiling that they can really go, I definitely feel like anything is possible. And Mm. as of right now, since nothing has started, I would say for sure, it, yeah. honestly, all teams could be a playoff team. Oh, Blank, blank canvas.
0: Blank canvas right now, right?
1: Arizona <laughs> Cardinals ain't making the playoffs this year. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> hey, hey, we
2: don't know that. I mean, Yeah, like, we do. Freak things happen. We've seen <laughs> That's weird right. things happen. That's and, right. and guess what? <laughs> no one I love the Saints. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up and I I love the Saints back when they didn't win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was like if the Saints won, it was shocking because yeah. that will, but then the saints went on to win a super bowl yeah. and it was like the saints won. to the super bowl, saints right right you know and so i just there's always there's always something else there's always something else out there the ceiling is you know super super high and i definitely yeah. feel like it's a possibility
0: you talk about dj coming in and wanting to prove and and all these mm-hmm. all these other players like bryce young there's this huge narrative about his size and frame is he going to be able to play in the NFL you got the new coaching staff is Frank Reich a good coach or was he kind of the issue in Indianapolis and all of these these headlines about proving people wrong but Bryce has already said he's not looking to prove anybody else wrong he's only proving to himself what he's able to do he knows what he's doing do you think that's the same approach that DJ's coming in here that he's not worried about outside detractors and and factors like that he really just wants to prove that he knows exactly what he can do And he just wants to show that to everybody. Or do you think he does have a little bit of a vengeance where he's like, I want to show you that I'm better than what y'all say (laughs) about me. I really
2: think it's a little bit of both because it starts internally. Like you have to make that decision yourself internally um, that I know what I can do. And then once you start to make that, that transition of I know what I can do, then you show the world what you can do. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, Social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. There's a lot of uh, people who sit behind those screens and write all those nasty things about all these players and yep. what their opinion of that player is. Yep. And so ultimately... Yes, it feels good when you prove yourself right, but it feels great when you prove other people wrong too. So, especially I when those people are just so
0: rude and toxic. Like, there's there's nothing better than making somebody shut down when they were the loudest voice that there was about somebody oh, doubting. Absolutely. You know, that's like, a, yeah. a satisfying I mean, feeling. <laughs> even if you get
2: an internal grin, it's still a grin. You know? Ah, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh, you can be. Yeah. You can be oh. humble about it. Which DJ, by all accounts, everything that he says, like all of his interviews and stuff like that, is a very humble, self aware guy. Oh, yeah. But you gotta know that he's got that dog inside of him, though. That's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I showed him. See, I'm oh, not yeah, gonna sit there it. and point at him. I'm not gonna rub it in his face, but I showed him. You, yeah. you see that
1: outlet when he like caught that pass and like spun the ball. He was like, oh I'm, yeah, like I'm him basically. I'm excited.
2: Yep. I'm excited. Like I said, our our quarterback is great when you can come out of the draft and like do some big things. Yep. Um, like you said, he wants to prove himself, and I, mm-hmm. I agree that. That's a, a great feeling. I low-key want to prove everybody else wrong, too. I love okay, when, when yeah. those players prove other people wrong, right. too. It's the so best. Yep. I yeah. kind of sit here and just wait for it. Uh, wait for it. So when Twitter starts to blowing up and you like, wasn't you the same person who yeah. said Oh, I keep this.
1: Breaking. I keep reading.
2: <laughs> is
0: that um, yeah, awesome? But- uh, this you kind of question? You know, like, was yeah. this yeah. you six months yeah. ago saying all of this? And now yes. all of a sudden you're like, man, oh, this is my man. favorite player.
1: now everybody's jumping on this chart train that i've been on for for two months uh but yeah all our guys are are kind of doing this um miles sanders dude was a pro bowler last year went to a super bowl pro football focus has him as the 23rd best running back coming into this year
0: he's like makes no sense
1: i'm i'm showing you guys wrong adam feelins 32 years old oh he's washed he's too old he was the 19th best (laughs) receiver coming two-time pro bowler hayden Hurst, first round pick Oh, uh, dude, is, uh, is, is wash. He's younger than Darren Waller. Like, yeah. all these guys. J.C. McCormick, injury-prone. Yeah. Um, like, all these, like, like guys that have had huge success in the league that are still, like, kind of written off. Yeah. DJ. DJ was a pro bowler the last time Michael Thomas was a pro bowler. Yep. Odell Beckham Jr. hasn't been a pro bowler since 2016. If you were right. still talking about him as not only not injury-prone, he missed a whole year last year compared to DJ. But I'm going on a tangent right now, but I love that we have all <laughs> but these But the point is that there's a lot – locked in yeah
0: there's a lot of internal bulletin board material built into this football team and that attitude and mentality and tenacity is probably the thing that can carry this team and make them different than a lot of the other teams that don't have that underdog mentality you know and it's it's a built-in thing for them the other cool aspect I think about DJ joining this team is that he's got Dante Jackson who was his teammate in college correct yeah, and then I know Terrace came to LSU. I think a year after DJ left, so I don't know that he ever really played with him. But there's that really cool LSU connection of all these guys. DJ has he said anything about being on the same team with Dante and how that's a really cool like full circle uh, moment for him?
2: I'm not sh- the, the the crazy part is that I feel like every team he has went to, there's been some sort of connection
0: there. It's because LSU, is um, in the NFL, right? <laughs> when he
2: went to um. When he got drafted, I was like, oh, you're going with Leonard. You know, that was mm-hmm. that, that cool moment. Uh, when he went to Detroit, I, I knew Alex Anzalone. So he and his wife and I were really good friends. And so that was kind of like a moment of like, oh, we're circling back around. And being on a team with Dante, I think that's really cool. I'm a low-key Dante fan, too, because I remember uh, – going to one of his track meets and I saw him run. I'm like, who's that kid? Yeah. Who just ran like just left everybody in Gas. the dust? Yep. <laughs> and and somebody randomly in the stands go, he's not going anywhere for track. He's going for football already. I'm like, oh okay, well, <laughs> you know, I was just excited to see him uh do I was like, no people don't do that anymore. Brian. Um so that was really, really exciting for me. And so just to see them on the same team, I could hyper focus uh a little bit more on him too. I think that's yeah. kind of cool.
0: And Dante's coming off of his own injury where he's looking for his bounce back year, too. So him and DJ being able to do that together at the same time, too, is a really cool storyline that I think is, oh, is going to play dividends for this year. Um, there was one other thing that I was going to ask about, and now I can't think of it. Man, I hate when that happens. I really try like really hard to be well-prepared so that I can have all of this flow <laughs> organically. Oh, yeah,
1: you weren't prepared at all. You, weren't, you
0: didn't have <laughs> any kind of information. And then, of course, right here at the finish line, I just pff, space out. oh yeah
1: i mean it's it's honestly a good place to to stop i mean we've talked about all kinds of things um i think like this last bit of time if you want to like talk about how you can get in touch i'll clip this out as like just this is how you get in touch with you we'll also put it in my twitter or, or kitty lit twitter we'll put it in kitty lit uh instagram um I, uh, Mark Anthony, if you have clips, if he's willing to to show them, I can put them along with this video. Um, definitely let him let him know that he's being shouted out. Um, I don't know how many views. I'm sure he's going to get a ton of views because you're more important than you he's think you are.
2: Actually, <laughs> a well known photographer. He also does. Singer, Mark but, uh, Anthony. He does Ryan Clark <laughs> and all of them. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh. Man, yeah, I shared his uh, uh video.
1: Yes, I know exactly what you are talking about. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I he's
2: his kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, if, these... he's,
1: if he's yeah. willing, uh, we can post like a video of this along with, alongside on of um of this, or like as an intro, or however we want to do it, just so people can get an idea of what it looks like, um, okay. or like even like a long outro, uh, however mm-hmm. we want to do that. But, for right now, if you just want to say how to get in touch with you or anybody for the raffle, however, that one
2: is supposed to happen,, uh, you can take this time right now. okay, awesome. Um, let's see how I want to do it. I'm always thinking about things, so um so it's been really great talking to you guys. I'm super excited. you know, I want to say thank you for allowing me to come on and share okay, just what we're doing um here in Baton Rouge. Louisiana. If you want to get in touch with us, please don't hesitate. Um, Our Instagram and our Facebook is called Chark Academy. You can also reach us um, through DM. If you want to shoot us a text or a call, we have a business line. I love to hear from people. The number is 225-612-2282. I always respond. Uh, if it's not within the next five minutes, trust me, you will get a response. <laughs> um, and we're just looking to to bring all of those things that we feel that the kids today are missing and really enhance upon them becoming well-rounded well rounded human beings, whether it's an athlete or or you just want to be a better you, we want to make sure that we can give you those resources. Um, additionally, for that, if you want to just become a sponsor or connect with us, we're looking for that, too. DJ and I um, created our own shirts and our logos and everything. So if you want to purchase a shirt, you can also go to our website. It's dot com so i'm looking forward to seeing you guys uh more i'm looking forward to reaching out to you guys um and stay tuned because again i do think that the panthers can go to the playoffs this year
0: Aha, there she, it said, is. It. she keep said it she pounding keep pounding
2: <laughs> um also
1: like, i think before we leave let's get like a twitter poll up for ricky's wrestling name
0: yeah, I am game. That I think now at this point it's been stamped it's gonna have to happen, right? So
1: is it is it rowdy Ricky? Rowdy Ricky Rain?
0: Rowdy Ricky, is it just rowdy? Is it Ricky the wrestler? Let's do those three. Okay, anything else that you think of, uh, Coach D? It
2: the three R's are great. I'm just trying to figure out how we how do we do that? Because right. it's rowdy, Ricky rowdy, reigns. Oh, and that's cool. Oh.
0: Oh, Rowdy, that's Ricky. It. Those Triple three R. R's are
2: awesome. Three R's, and then
0: it's like it's like a play on Triple H, right? Then I yeah. can just have the three R's across the belt, you know. Yeah.
1: So we got the uh, the a uh, four man rush. So now we're gonna have the three R rush.
0: <laughs> that's Ish. not nearly as sharp, but yeah, but no. triple R works. I think yeah. we just leave it simple like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also, wrestling starts with the W. So whatever. Um, <laughs> um, Coach D, thank you so much. We'll probably stay in touch. Uh, we want to do as much as we can, however you need it. We have creative content people that can help you with social media. We have people in restaurants and event space. Um, shout out Firefly, who's my buddy Nick uh, Nick um, Ayub's company. Um, I, I told him I shout him out this episode. Uh, his wife, Carlin, is a social media content uh, provider, closing Carlin. Um, closing with Carlin, sorry. Uh, so we can help you out in any way we can. You yeah. know what? Somebody smart told me that you can just ask. People always say no, but you just got to ask. Yeah, there it is. You know? So that's a good message to leave on. Thank you so much. We always in the show with a keep pounding. So we're going to go me, Ricky, then you. Keep
2: pounding.
0: Keep pounding.
2: Keep pounding.